This is Wit Sports Radio. I am Vince Sion here with Brianna McKay. Uh, so we're going to start off this episode with uh, Rowan Sports, obviously, as usual. Uh, but we have a pretty big story in Rowan Sports this week. There was a thriller in ESPY, which doesn't sound... In, in my head, I thought it would sound a little better than that. But the women's basketball game on Saturday against Montclair, which was a fight for first place... The two teams tied for first place. Uh, Rowan had just dropped a game to TCNJ, stayed tied for first place with Montclair. The two are playing each other for a battle for the NJAC. And as promised, it pretty much came down to the wire. Brianna, you were there, so why don't you tell it? Well, towards the end of the game, they had a one-point lead and with the shot clock shut off. It it was whatever they wanted to do with the ball. They had the time. They were going to foul, obviously. Montclair, Montclair was going to foul. Yeah, Rowan was in the lead. So they get the ball, they inbounce it, and they rush down for a layup. And I didn't understand that at all. I was like, why are you doing that? Because you, you, you try had to time. dribble out. Yeah, yeah, you have time to dribble out and not let them get the ball anymore, one more time. So they get fouled on the layup, and they get two f- uh, free throws. They make them, but there's still enough time left on the clock. What was left, like 10? Oh, t- under 10. Under 10. And um, they called a timeout and moved it up past half court. Hit it three. I was like, it's going to overtime. And so then, it's 67 to 60, or 65, 65. Yes. And then uh, they, Rowan calls a timeout. They moved the ball up. And you can see um, Nicole coming once they throw it in. You can see her going back door. I'm like, are they going to get her to get the layup? They get it to her, and it was a beautiful layup. Eliana Santana had the um, assist. Had the assist, right? Yeah, no, but... I saw the video. We had uh, Kyle Gamble live tweeting from the Wit Sports account. He got a great video of the, uh, of the play. So go check out the Wit Sports Twitter if you haven't seen it yet. Um, Everyone was ready for that to be a good play. You were hoping. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's It a, was buzzer, not a second left on the clock. The yes. buzzer went off when it was up. And then our uh, our photographer, multimedia editor, Mike Rainer, got a great picture of uh, other teams celebrating afterwards. And it's the featured image on uh, the game story for the game. So go check that out, too. Kyle Gamble also wrote that. Um, I don't know what was, what was just like the gym like at that point. Oh, everyone went crazy. It was the most <laughs> exciting layup I've ever seen in my life because mm-hmm. it was just a layup, but it was you can tell how important it was. It was pretty packed. It was a lot of people there, and everyone went crazy, and everyone was pretty excited. The whole team went crazy. My favorite thing is that it was literally the day of the layup or the day of the buzzer beater because that happened. And uh, uh, I forget if Auburn and LSU happened before. I think it happened before the LSU Auburn game ended before that yeah. game. There was a there was a buzzer beater in LSU Auburn. There was a two buzzer beaters in Duke, in Duke UNC. That game. Uh, Madness. As a Duke as a Duke fan, I liked it, but um, <laughs> I don't know, it was the day of the buzzer beater and the the vid like. Nothing does the vid- like the actual video of it justice. So go check out the video of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that win, Rowan takes sole possession of first place in the NJAC. Eliana Santana is the NJAC athlete of the week. Rowan moves to nineteen and three overall and thirteen and two in the NJAC. They have a one game lead over Montclair and TCNJ in the division. Uh, men's basketball, who we thought were pretty much down and out, they didn't look like they had. Much of anything left in the tank, you know, kind of a bridge year for them. They stunned number one seed Stockton, ninety-seven to seventy-six. They absolutely I saw stunned the score. them. I was that was last Wednesday night. Impressed. That was a huge game. I believe that was last Wednesday night. Um, it was. Yeah, and then 
So they're, they move up to the sixth seed in the end, Jack, which is a playoff position. Uh, so And their last three games are against number eight, William Patterson, number three, Rutgers Newark, and number 10, Kane. They beat all three of those teams in January. So I, I haven't looked at the math of it. I got to think you got to win two of those games to stay Definitely. in the sixth seed. If you win all three, maybe you bump up to a five seed. Um, at that point, like the seeding at that point doesn't really, doesn't really matter. But what this team needs, we were talking to Chris Connors, who's the news editor, and he covered the basketball team. He was saying that what this team needs is experience in the tournament. Uh, so you're going to lose Jerry Price. You're going to lose Malik Sanders and Austin Kearney this year. Um, there's a lot of uh, older kids on this team, but, you know, they're – Malik and Jerry, they were transfers. Like we knew they were graduating, but you got to get the younger guys that are on the bench some experience in the tournament. So if like the guys that are freshmen, sophomores this year already have that that experience of those big games, then next year, the year after, they kind of know what it feels like and go in a little more calm, and they make another run like they did last year. Um, moving on, the women's and or. Let's do men's and women swimming together. They're not really doing much the next couple weeks. They're practicing for the Metropolitan Conference Championships, which we're going to call Mets because that's a mouthful. Um, so they're basically going to be ramping up to that the next few weeks. Uh, I covered them last year, and I talked to Brad, Coach Brad Bowser, and I remember him telling me that they're going to start off practicing real, real tough. They're going to have some pretty intense practices mm -hmm. the next few days, and then kind of taper off as they get closer to the Mets, and they do more of the mental stuff. Yeah. They uh, I remember them telling me they mentally go through each race. Like they'll sit there, really? close their eyes, and they'll mentally go through how each race is gonna go, which I love because, I like it, it. It works for them. You know, whatever whatever Brad and Elise are doing for those teams doing is good. is working because those teams are something. Uh, this week though, we do have a profile of a diver, which we never respect the divers enough. Uh, Brianna wrote a profile of Chad Shire, a diver. Yes. Um, go check that out because. The divers, they never get enough credit. and But they need them. They're, like, we were talking about, they're like the kicker in football. Exactly. Like, they're kind of like the black sheep of the team. No one really, like, unless you're Pat McAfee, no one really talks to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Pat McAfee if, you're, if, your kickers. Kick, if your kicker has a bad game, like, the you, team can be screwed. And it's the same way with the divers. Like It goes towards their score. You get, yeah, you get points from the diving meet. So if your divers have a great meet and they blow out, Whoever they're your diving against, it's helping your score. Like you can, I remember I swam in high school. I remember there were a few meets where it came down to the diving meet. So, mm -hmm. which ironically was also Chad. He swam from yeah. my high school, or he dove from my high school team too. Um, those divers, those points matter. So go check out that profile. And then um, our women's uh, uh, our women's swimming beat writer Felix Velatanga, he wrote uh, a pretty cool uh, feature on Abigail Bruce. Um, there was, we felt we got a great picture of her, our photographer, Dion Payne, another multimedia editor. We have the two of them. She took, a, she got this great picture of Abigail Bruce in the pool with a lot of emotion. I'm not going to ruin anything. Go over to the website and check it out. Uh, but it's a great story. Uh, moving on to indoor track. So men's track is now ranked third in the Atlantic region. Women's track is ranked eighth in the Atlantic region. Uh, there's not really much going on. Uh, there, tracks of tricky sport where they're just kind of, you know, preparing for exactly. regionals, nationals all year. Uh, they run at the fast track national invitational uh, on Friday on Valentine's Day. We have uh, another little bit of a profile on um, men's track captain. Uh, 
Ooh, a lot of names in my head this week. It is uh, Mitchell Barron. Yeah, profile on Mitchell Barron that uh, Darian Romulus wrote. How, again, I don't want to spoil too much, but he's been battling injuries all year. And, you know, he can't be on the track, but he's providing leadership that the team needs. Uh, so that pretty much wraps up the Rowan Sports Roundup this week. We had a little bit of a fun one this week, huh? Yes. Uh, so... Are we going to move into the NBA All-Star game? Yes, because I just forgot. I just remembered they're changing the rules. The yeah, format's going to be that's, totally different. Uh, I don't know how. Like, It's it's dumb. That's all it is. It's dumb. I, I remember hearing it. I was like, that's not how they're doing it, right? It's like It makes sense that the winner of each quarter gets the money. Yeah, I did. Where, At first when or, I heard or, it, I didn't hear it. explain it for anyone that doesn't really understand. From, from my memory... The I have winner, it up right here. You, have, you want to read yes. the rules? Because they're um, insane. So, in the All-Star game, we'll, the teams will compete to win each, the first three quarters, all of that which will start with a score of 0-0 zero to zero, and will last 12 minutes long. At the beginning of the fourth quarter, the game clock will be turned off and the final target score will, will be set. So, the final target score will be determined by taking the leads, leading team's total Total score throughout the three quarters and adding 24 points to 24 repre- represents uh, Kobe. Kobe. And for the final 10 uh, season, which he wore for the final 10 seasons, the team will then play um, untimed fourth quarter. And the first team to reach the final target score will be win the All-Star game. All right. So I know that this isn't me. This is super confusing. Does the, t- does the score reset to zero after the third quarter? Yes, but then they have a target score, so they're ca- they're adding up all three of the scores okay. there, and then like they're adding twenty four points to that score, and then they're playing it untimed to see whoever gets that score. For- what are they? They're playing twenty four plus three quarters. All right, so let's <laughs> say let's say the West is leading after the third quarter, and they're leading like one hundred three to like ninety five. Yes. So they add twenty four to one hundred three. That's one twenty seven. First team to one twenty seven wins. That's what. It's either that or they're subtracting the total because that would make more sense subtracting the total. I but then twenty four points. How that's gonna be like two minutes. Twenty four points in a quarter. Yeah, like it doesn't take that long to score twenty four points. But I mean, Kobe, you know, um, they couldn't they couldn't have done eight, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just don't think that's where you needed to honor Kobe with the point. Changing total. the whole. I get it. All star games are made to try out new things. We talked about the NFL. I mean, once. obviously, they're not adopting this for three. I hope yet. not. What I don't get is why reset the score after every quarter because the score is going to be the same regardless. That's especially exactly if they're bringing where the, everyone's confused. Especially if they're bringing the total score back in after the third quarter. I don't it's, understand why. I get it. You have the fourth quarter. Do your thing. Why are you eliminating the score? Each every quarter? box score in the world has the total for the quarter. Yeah. On it. So like, why would you? They're making it so complicated. You could just I have just, the box score on the TV. Yeah, I understand. You can have like, the box score and then the total. I don't understand why they're deleting it. I just don't know how I'm supposed to bet on this game. Because <laughs> obviously I'm going to put money on the NBA All-Star game because it's fun. But, like, I don't know how to bet on it now because I don't understand You're the rules. betting by quarter per, per team. It's like... I just don't like it. Um, but moving on from the ridiculous rules, um, how about Giannis Antetokounmpo being the worst GM of all time? This is not fair. His his team is gonna get absolutely smoked, and I think that's why I'm gonna bet on. <laughs> they got Luca. Uh, LeBron has Luca. He has Kawhi. Has Harden. He has Davis. I. <laughs> who who are the starters for uh, Giannis? He has Embiid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You know. He has Pascal. 
He has a uh, Walker and Young. Do you, do you hear the teams <laughs> that you just set out? Uh, yeah. One team is a very possible team to get under the luxury tax. Yeah. And the other team is like NBA or like, like Team USA Dream Team. He was like, let me take my all my first year uh, All-Star. I'll teach you how to be an All-Star. It's re- LeBron is going to absolutely smoke Team Giannis. It's not even going to be close. And I promise you I'm going to bet on Team Giannis anyway because I'm way too confident in Team LeBron just blowing them away for it to actually happen. Yeah. And you don't know with this format, you can have one good quarter and one yeah, bad quarter. If, this, if there's a spread on this game and it's within like – I don't even know what the spread would – I feel like LeBron's team has to be favored by 15 to 20 points. Oh, definitely. Even look at their benches. The benches are even better. He has Ben Simmons on a LeBron has Ben Simmons on the bench. Westbrook, he has um uh Damian Lillard, Lillard sorry. And Chris Paul, like oh, every MVP candidate except for Giannis is on LeBron's team. Yeah. Jimmy Butler is on Giannis's team. Yeah, so what? <laughs> they have this is I, this is no fair. I didn't realize how fair, unfair it was until it was in front of my face. It's like what, like Giannis had all the like he knew who was going to be in the game. Like I don't want to know what he was he, thinking when he, he was. He has friends and he wanted his friends on his team. I guess that had in to that be case reason. he just would have drafted his twenty seven brothers. Like <laughs> that was funny. Like I don't know. I'm I'm betting on team on team Next Giannis. Next year but let's gonna not make Giannis the captain. Yeah, let's pick someone that can actually. Pick Let's, a team. Be, it'll be, be Steph again next year. Oh, definitely. I would want to watch it. LeBron oh no! What versus... am I talking about? Giannis is in the East. Um, it'll. I don't know. Just hope it's probably gonna be Giannis again. Ugh. Well, when Ben Simmons has his breakout season well, Durant, next year, Durant. You can have Durant in the East. True. Yeah, KD. You have Durant and uh, oh, it'll LeBron. be it'll be KD. KD. Yeah, will pick that'll a be team. interesting. KD will pick a better team. All right. So uh, the XFL debuted this week, and I know I you were particularly dis- excited I about this. I loved it. I saw a lot of hate for the XFL on Twitter. And I absolutely cannot stand the hate. Because why hate on it? Like, oh, it's different. It's not bad. I can't watch it. It's not good football. Hey, man, who cares? You know, it's, it's not fun. The point, the point is to give people football when they're wanting football. It's a week after the Super Bowl. You, How many posts have you seen? Oh, five days and I'm missing it. This is where you can get it. You, no one's asking them to be the, ex, uh, the NFL. They're not trying to beat the NFL this time. Last time they did it. And they, they tried to beat them. But. It's sticking around, too. Like, all the haters oh, like, oh, it won't last a year. It already outsold the entire – like, they've already a- grossed more money yeah. than the entire AAF did in one week. Exactly. Like, they, they – let me say all- this again. <laughs> they grossed more money in one week than the AAF did in its entire lifespan. I love watching the games and seeing all these diehard fans already, and it's like week one. Because it's fun. People exactly. like to have fun. I I give so much respect to the journalists on the sidelines asking these players the questions the minute they get off the field. And shout out to the players for being mostly, like, everyone I saw, they had a good attitude. Oh, exactly. I think they knew it was coming. Mm -hmm. They were prepared, but definitely they had good attitudes. None of them were being rude to them. But I loved it that uh, the first game she asked, the reporter asked. Oh, the uh, kicker? The kicker, what happened with your field goal? But then she interviewed him after he made one, and she's like, I told you I'd be interviewing you after you make one. Yeah. I, don't, I, lo- I love that, the fact that they're running up the coaches and players right after a play. Um, Pat McAfee was made for this league. This yeah, was Pat absolutely. McAfee's calling. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was already like he's already been working with WWE, NXT, and, and all that. And he works with CSPN, get up all the time, yeah. a college game day. This was yeah. his calling. <laughs> they said. This, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I, I love it. I don't know. I think I think Pat's going to blow up even more than he is from this How league. How do you feel? I think this league is going to go. I think it's going to be big. Oh, And definitely. anyone that's saying, oh, the football's bad, like... Look, it wasn't. TV, like, I, let me know I what TV shows it. you watch because I guarantee you watch a bad. TV I'd rather show. watch this than a random college football game about against two big Big Ten teams that aren't even ranked. Yeah, watch like a three to six Big Ten game. That's so exciting, right? No, I'd rather watch the XFL. And some of these guys are looking to go to the league, and they mm-hmm. know this. They're trying to play their way into the league. These guys on the Big Ten team aren't. How do you feel about the betting? I know. I mean, I don't think anyone is betting on it. Um, I think complete degenerates 100% are. I was going to, so that's how <laughs> I know. Um, but I don't know anything about the team, so I was just going to look at the, the Vegas odds. Vegas got the lines perfect for the first game. It was crazy. I was like, how did you and do that? And that's what scares me because that's why I didn't want to bet on it. Uh, I think, though, what they're doing with the gambling, it's smart. They know what that they know. Oh, yeah, gambling sells. I mean, look at Barstool. Exactly. They just got they, they got how much of an investment just for gambling? Like. Mm-hmm. It's cr- like gambling is the future with it with, especially with it being legal now like gambling is the future like that's that's where all the money is oh is that definitely um not even just in like the gambling money like in all like the revenue money and like oh yeah i don't i think the nfl can take a few lessons from the xfl um honestly i think they should adopt this kickoff rule i love the kickoff because you can't get rid of a kickoff because football games need to start with a kickoff yeah and I, what do they start five yards away yeah the the lines start five yeah. yards away. So the away. returner stands, I think, like 10 yards behind their mm-hmm. uh, their defense. And then well, I guess the, re- the return team has a line of people. The kicking team has a line of people. They stand five yards apart from each other. And the returner stands five yards behind them. The kicker's yeah. by himself at, uh, at the 30. 30, yeah. He has to kick it past the 20, I think, or the 25. It has to get past a certain line on the get field. To the, it has to get to the receiver. Yeah, it has to, yeah, it has to get to the receiver. And base and the line can't move until the ball's caught. Yeah, until which touched. I and yeah. which I like because no one's gonna get hurt. Exactly. They they made it they made it interesting with making it safe. Mm-hmm. That was the whole thing. You got to make it safe, but you also got to make it interesting. Which is odd. Like if anyone remembers the old XFL, the whole brand of it was take people's heads off. They're, they started booing when someone had a fair catch at the stadium. <laughs> people started booing. It was their team, and they had a fair catch, and people started booing. I tell you what, I like a lot of the. Um, oh, first of all, I like that they're making it safe. I think the X. I think the NFL needs to really look at this yes. and be like, we should probably be doing something to make kickoff safer and make it faster. The game felt so fast; it just moved. Mm-hmm. Let mm-hmm. it move. The play Have clock. There was a pl- the rule with the play clock. I'm not going to pretend like I know what it was. It's 25. It's now 25 seconds, and then um, after the two minute warning, it um, it stops. The play stop- clock stops until the um, ball's set. The ball set, yeah, and then it's like a five second runoff, and then you play. I don't know. Somehow, mix, Vince McMahon just gets it better than anyone else in the world. It's not him. It's he hired. Um, he was Andrew, smart enough to hire them, though. Yeah, Andrew Luck's dad is the one oh, who's yeah, running, yeah, yeah. who's running the football operation, and oh, he knows a lot. Don't call it a comeback, Andrew Luck, XFL. Oh, he said he asked ask him a lot what he thinks of the rules. He gets his advice. I don't know. That'd I can be, see him working within it if be, he doesn't want to play. That'd be absolutely fantastic. I would love to see that. Um. All right, so fun weekend in the XFL. Moving on to real football, even though I just trashed people that said <laughs> that. Um, so Tom Brady uh, now has an open position in L.A. Because Phil Rivers is not re-signing not with the Chargers. Listen, I want Tom Brady to be in L.A. I, he's just for Raiders. the powder blue jersey. He's going to the Raiders. He's like him and uh, what's his name? Giselle? Are buddies. Oh. Um, <laughs> him who? and Giselle are buddies. But, who, um 
the owner. Oh, uh, Al Davis. Yeah. I don't. I, that guy, dude. I don't know. He's, he looks like a crazy person. He does. Um, maybe he's not. I don't know. He just gives me Gary Busey vibes. But I don't know. I would love to see Tom in L.A. I think Tom wants to be in L.A. Where is uh, Rivers going? Um, who cares? <laughs> I, honestly, like I was hearing the Titans if they don't resign Tannehill, the Dolphins need a quarterback. I mean, they're going to draft Tua, but I feel like they should let him sit for a little yeah. while, especially with the injuries. Injury. Oh, definitely. Which he's quote unquote healed now. He's not healed. The injury ruined Bo Jackson's career. Yeah. I understand science is better now, but there's no way Tua is. You need to give healed. him more time. Yeah. They need to sit him for a year or two, give him the Patrick Mahomes treatment. Um. So I think they should probably be looking for a veteran quarterback like Phil Rivers. Um. The Bears, if they give up on Mitch Trubisky, they Someone can use a Phil Someone said, I can't Rivers. wait to see Mitch Trubisky in the XFL. That was funny. That's mean, but it's not yeah. wrong. The dude's not great. Um, I hope he kept that uh, that junker car that he drove to <laughs> first day of uh, training because he's going to need it. Um, I'm trying to think where else I can just see Phil. It doesn't matter if he fits on the team. I'm trying to see what jersey I could see him in. Like, around the league. I can see him. Giants? No. no Daniel we're, Jones. We're they have with, so much faith. We're riding Daniel with Daniel Jones. Jones as a starter. Oh, they're definitely riding with Daniel Jones. Um, they would, yeah. The Redskins have like 20 quarterbacks, but I don't know who they're moving they're on from. They're waiting for they're Alex not. Smith. They're like waiting and waiting and waiting, but his injury is gruesome. You want to talk he about He said gruesome. a few weeks ago he's lucky to be alive. Exactly. His injuries are gruesome. Yeah. That. Um, I don't know. I, just, I, don't, I never really liked Phil. <laughs> hey. That'd be funny. Hey, I don't hate that. No, they need it. If they're getting rid of Brady, they just need to find a new quarterback. Ooh, watch, um, watch the Dolphins be dumb enough to trade their number two pick and the Patriots end up with Tua. Stop. That'd be insane. You're breaking everyone's uh, heart who are fans of teams in the AFC. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want Tom to go to L.A. so bad. There's so many weapons. Tom has never had a weapon like anyone on that. He He's Melvin Gordon, maybe. Um. Yeah, but I just don't get excited about the Chargers. Nothing about the Chargers excites me. Yeah, because Phil Rivers was their quarterback. No, it's just because people in LA don't even know the Chargers are there. They're I know, like, but the powder blue jerseys, I can't get over them. What designer in LA designed them? Like, it's literally like, oh, this is a pretty color. I don't know. I, I like them. LA, like them. see I'll the, the touchdown goes, yay. I'll be the first one in a powder blue Tom Brady jersey, I promise you. <laughs> and I'm an Eagles fan. That would look horrible um, in that, man. I don't think so. I think Tom would look great in powder blue. Giselle wants to go to L.A., though. I, that's go. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. She's done with Boston uh, winters. Yeah. Um, I actually saw one of Tom's houses in Boston. He lived, like, right off Bo- uh, Boston Common. I almost said it with a Boston accent. Did you hear that? Uh, he lived right off Bo- uh, Boston you Common. You almost said it again. Yeah. Um, it was a small – like, I don't know. I wouldn't want to live there, especially if I'm, like, bougie Tom Brady. But you – it's just so hard to imagine him anywhere else, but I think he's leaving. That's but. the thing, though. I love, as a journalist, I love the storyline of Tom going somewhere else. And he's like, people are like, oh, his legacy, his legacy. He spent he's tw- still going to have a legacy He there. spent 20 years, and he has six rings, and is undoubtedly the greatest quarterback of all time. Oh, he no went- one is going to remember if he leaves. He went to another team. Oh, no. Who's yeah, Tom Brady? No one's going to remember that. Just like, not that LeBron is going to fan out in LA, because the number one seed in the West, I think, still. Mm-hmm. But like... People would kind of like, 
I don't know, like if LeBron like had one or two years in LA, he was like, you know what, I'm not feeling this anymore, and he retired. I feel like people would be like, you know what, whatever. You know, he still yeah. came back from three one against the Warriors. Or, exactly. Yeah. His legacy is in Cleveland. I feel like LeBron's legacy is in and Cleveland. Miami too. My, I, I don't know. When I think LeBron, I think Cleveland. I think it's more because of what he does in that community. Also, I think it's because we have a very small age gap between the two of us, but it's a very significant age yeah. gap when you're talking about LeBron. Like, my, like, six, like, middle school years, basically, LeBron was with the Heat. Mine are, what I remember the most is LeBron going back to Cleveland. Yeah. People taking back their jerseys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't care where Phil, where Phil Rivers goes. Uh, I don't really like them that much. I think it's be Raiders, Tom. Tom to the Raiders? Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. I felt that In all honesty, Tom is staying in New England. There's no way he leaves New England. But if he does, I no, want him to go I to the Chargers. No, I don't I think Belichick also kind of wants to get out of that, oh, I only won because of Tom. He wants to be like, I am Tom. Tom needs. I think they're kind of like, it's kind of weird that they're dynamic. They really want to be like, you need me. You yeah. need me in your life. I, I am interested to see what each of them does without each other. Exactly. It sounds like a relationship. Yeah. The, I mean, it is at this point. Those two is. are, like, joined at the hip. Like, not, like, relate like relationship-wise, but, like, when you talk about the one, you have to talk it's, about the no, other. No, definitely. I think if Tom goes and wins a Super Bowl ring somewhere else, I think he is probably, if he's not already the greatest athlete all time of all time, mm-hmm. he will be. What do you think of Kraft saying that Belichick can do what he wants? Do you think he's picking, like, a side there? No, I think you got to ride with your coach slash GM. Oh, definitely. Especially when he's Bill Belichick, you know? Yeah. Like, he is. He had the best defense in the league this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't have a great offense. I think if you put any sort of athlete in their offense, I, they're I had no better. clue who was anyone on that team. Yeah, no. Um, I'm in, more interested to see who the Patriots get if Tom leaves. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be fun to watch. So, I don't know, we'll be modern. Uh, he's not a free agent until... March, so we got a little ways to wait on that. Yes. So moving on to things we're going to have to wait a while for, uh, baseball. Um, Go on and change in the rules. Pitchers and catchers reported, which is fun. I know you said you don't like it. I don't know. I just I love I watching can't get the into fr- it. My favorite days of the baseball season are glove day, when the Phillies post the snap of all the gloves being shipped to Florida in the truck. Oh, that must um, be a Philly thing. I don't know. I don't if know it, if the Yankees do that. I love glove day just because, you know, you can see. You can smell the picture. It's like a bunch of bunch of baseball gloves getting loaded into a truck, and you can just smell the baseball equipment through the through your phone. And then my second favorite day is probably pitchers and catchers reporting. These are all like my favorite days to watch on the Philly Snapchat. Like, well, I guess that's because you guys haven't seen a lot of October yet. So yeah, that's true. So like, if you don't see October, you you kind of get excited. For yeah, I know. Things. You gotta get excited for the beginning when you can't yeah. get excited for the end. Because when you're a Phillies fan, <laughs> when you're just a Philadelphia fan, honestly, yeah. the beginning of the season, you have all this hype and you better enjoy it because it's going to go straight downhill. I mean, look at the Sixers. Look at the Phillies <laughs> last year. I don't know anything about the Flyers, so I can't talk about it. I mean, um, look at the Eagles. <laughs> Everything is going to go downhill like a third of the way through the season. I'm, I'm in a history of sport in Philly class, and I've never seen such a pessimistic but optimistic group of people they're like we love our team but they're probably gonna end up failing us uh, i've been saying this for years optimism is the philly fans worst enemy you never <laughs> want to be optimistic about every about anything because that's when your heart gets broken the worst we didn't have any expectations about the 2017 eagles we really? didn't have a single expectation about them 
Like I didn't see them coming. We thought it was they gonna, came out of nowhere. We thought they were going to be an up and coming team. We're like, we got to ride, we got to ride with them for a few more years, see what happens, and they blow the doors off of everybody and win the Super Bowl. So you got to have those low expectations. I'm hoping the Phillies have low. Like everyone, like I don't know, they're really the happy about uh, Girardi. A lot of people are happy about him. Yeah, I know. I'm just hoping everyone kind of chills. Like let's just relax. Don't freak out. Which yeah. I'm, I know I'm going to do. Yeah. Like I'm like after they win opening day, I'm going to tweet Phillies one sixty two and zero. I know I'm going to tweet oh, no. that, just like I tweeted last year and the year before, and that I did about the Sixers this year. Like, I'm always going to get excited at the beginning of a hot season. I mean, the Phillies went four and zero, I think, to start last year, and like the yeah. fourth win, Bryce Harper hit that bomb mm-hmm. right in Washington's eye, and that was probably one. I think that was the peak of Philadelphia. Uh, <laughs> a Bryce Harper career in Philadelphia. <laughs> I, I think that's the peak of Phillies of. I don't know about all of Philadelphia, not Philadelphia, we won a Super Bowl, but peak of the Philadelphia Phillies since Roy Halladay's, um, either his perfect game or his playoff no-hitter. I think yeah. those are the two, the last two moments of the Philadelphia Phillies. I mean, Cole Hamill's no-hitter was cool, but it was on a team that wasn't good, and like the game didn't matter, and I guess it was cool for Cole to get one, but he's on the Braves now, so we disowned him. <laughs> so, now back to baseball's rules. Oh, I'm sorry. That was my little bit of a... This is your Philly talk. That was my little Just bit of a Philly favor, talk. Just do me a favor. Follow Didi on Twitter. He's the best oh, on social Didi. media. I'm so sad the Yankees lost him, but enjoy him, please. I forget how much... I forget... Like, I keep forgetting that we have him. He's... He, he's just... I'm not even talking about his game. You just tell his personality to someone you want to hang out with. It's just... That's good, though. Honestly, you need those kind of personalities Oh, he's a team. great leader. Great good. leader. I mean, that, that, locker, that locker room needs one. Oh, my God. I mean, you have Bryce Harper who's obviously like going to be a good personality and stuff because mm-hmm. he's a hothead on the field, but he's honestly a good guy. Yeah. Like, not to brag or anything, but I work with uh, the production company that did the documentary on him his okay. rookie year, and he was 19 that did the doc- documentary. And they had, like, my bosses had nothing but good things to say about him. He was the nicest mm-hmm. guy, blah, blah, blah. Same thing. They did the, they did a Belichick documentary, too. They said the same thing about him. Um, but – uh bryce harper nice guy blah 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 look at his like he's got a nice family now like he just seems yeah. like a good guy and he's like he's a competitor he wants to win he just has an attitude that some people if he's not in your team you're not gonna like it it's fine i don't fine with that i hated him on the nationals and as soon as i heard he was coming to the phillies i was like let's go because i knew i was gonna love his personality mm-hmm. when i was rooting for it yeah uh so back to the baseball rules <laughs> sorry the phillies always get me going um so they are adding a three batter minimum to each pitcher or a yeah. half inning or, or, they either have to face three batters or finish the inning the three batters inning. or finish the inning okay so that's the dumbest thing um gameplay goes out like so many of your plans go out the window it's, it makes it harder yeah it makes it harder on coaches strategy blah 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 like the baseball nerds are gonna love that uh, the same people that um don't want the dh are gonna love mm-hmm. this rule and I think it makes it harder to add a DH at this point because just making pitchers live, like live is that much more difficult. Because mm-hmm. if you try to add a DH at this point, all the NL pitchers go, how hard are you going to make this for us? Yeah. The AL pitchers are just kind of, you know, left out to dry because they already have the DH. But, like, you don't get a break in the lineup. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have a bad hitting, if you have someone that's not a great hitter, but, like, if you're at the bottom of the rotation, you don't get someone that's just going to lay down a bunt or just swing at three random exactly. pitches. Exactly. Like, you're not going to get that that free batter anymore. And if you're stuck in there for three batters, that, that can hurt teams. So I think we're going to see. Stuck in, yeah. I, well, Rob Manfred's the worst commissioner. Go watch the video of Trevor Bauer 
absolutely roasting <laughs> Rob Manfred because that is the most important video in baseball right now. Um, <laughs> Rob Manfred hates baseball because he won't do anything to save it. That's just my opinion, but it happens to be correct. Um, I think that they're trying to do this to increase offense, which don't they're do also, that. No, they're also doing this for the time. People are getting bored of baseball. No one wants to sit three and a half hours as these analytic guys change each pitcher with each batter. They're definitely, this is, has to do with time. They're, they're trying to speed it up. We don't want to have to sit five more minutes to let this pitcher warm up for one batter. I'm going to throw some numbers that I can't really remember off the top of my head out here, though. Um, this is, these numbers are a couple years old. I think the average baseball or the average MLB game was maybe 10 minutes longer than the average NFL game. And time of actual action mm-hmm. in an NFL game is something like two minutes. Yeah. In the MLB game, it's almost constant. But it's, I don't know, it's when those minutes are happening, people are exciting. People understand yeah. why you have to baseball set up just, the chains yeah. for each football game. People don't understand why the heck I want to watch a baseball game. Why the heck is they changing pitchers every two batters? I just don't think the problem is the fact that it's too long. Oh, that's not long. the problem. The, yeah, the problem with baseball isn't the fact that it's too long or too but slow. They need to blame the problem it on is something. they're not marketing to the younger people. Like young kids aren't excited about oh, baseball. Yeah. So the first thing that young kids think when they don't like something is, oh, it's boring. Exactly. So now you're going to have a whole generation of people that think baseball is boring until someone comes in and takes over Rob Manfred's position. And it's like, okay, we're going to But they put nicknames on right. the back backs of players. Yeah, like, awesome. Ooh. Like, those those uniforms were ugly. ugly. They were so ugly. <laughs> I would never buy any of those. No, the first year of Players Weekend, the jerseys were okay. They were fun. They were like a little different color. No, you like, didn't experience in New York. New York was outraged. They're like, how dare you put last names on these players' backs? The Yankees uniforms have never had... Oh, Yankees Back. fans are ridiculous. Oh my god, they were outraged. My, I've seen if you it miss firsthand. A, if you're on the Yankees and you miss a hair shaving, you're cut. Like, I don't understand Yankee fan. Whatever. There's players though didn't want to use the last name. I think Judge for a while was like, I don't, I'm not putting it. It's not about the name on the back. It's about the name on the front. Shut up. <laughs> it's absolutely about the name on the back. Um, especially when you're trying to market players. Why don't enough people know what Mike Trout looks like? He is crazy. The, he's he is the, the best, best player. player. He's probably maybe the best player of all time. And if you show him to so like, if, Random you, if people. you show a lineup of people just their heads, because if you look at the rest of his body, you're probably going to assume he's an athlete. Yeah. But if you line up like some random baseball players, they're not going to know who Mike Trout is. Mm-hmm. But like, if you line up a certain amount of NBA players, like I'm sure someone can pick Giannis out of a lineup, and he's not nearly the greatest player Tom of all time. Tom Brady. He wears a helmet all game. There's yep. more NFL players. Some people can. Point out that Mike Trout and they wear helmets during mm-hmm. their game. Tom Brady is probably one of the biggest icons like mm-hmm. in the world, and he wears a helmet for his job. Yeah, I don't know. They're, Rob Manfred does a terrible job of marketing his players and growing his growing the game. And these new rules are his latest awful attempt attempt at trying to make the game more exciting. Well, you got to blame blah, blah. it on something. You can't say. People I'm are blaming it on Rob it. Manfred. He just won't blame it on himself. No, the <laughs> league has to yeah, blame it. So they're saying timing. It's, it's terrible. They need to blame it on the actual problem, who is the commissioner. I'm telling you, go find this Trevor Bauer video. Mm-hmm. He absolutely tears Rob Manfred to shreds. I don't know how he doesn't get fined for this, I huh. hope, which I'm sure he knows he's going to get fined for it. But, like, he's right. What he said, like, needs to be said. And I'm sure some, like, I hope I hope other players back him up. I okay. know they won't because baseball players don't have personalities, which yeah. is what, or at least Rob Manfred makes it seem like they don't have personalities because he doesn't let them have personalities. Mm-hmm. 
but I hope people come to his defense and they back him up. All right. So this is a little longer episode than usual. We had a lot of fun stuff this week. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I think this is one of our more lively episodes so far. Mm -hmm. uh, go check out the other episodes. I think this is probably. I think this is our fourth. Fourth. Um, go to the thewitonline.com. Go check out the sports section. See what uh Rowan really good sports. Articles yeah, we got a, This week is a good week. Definitely, if you want, check out one the women's women's swimming. The women's swimming one's a good one. I, I think it's probably my favorite one this week. No offense. Um. <laughs> I think that's a good one this week. So definitely uh, head to the you website. You haven't read mine yet. That's the thing. You haven't yeah. seen mine yet. So. I haven't read yours yet. I'm about to go do that now. You just see it, change, edit it, edit this podcast. Yeah, I'm sure. Say, I'm mine. sure I'll change my mind. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we'll see you all next week.